dropped off a pretty little girl Same grade as me Tried to kiss her once in the aisle of the bus She walked right over me Face down Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower Presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group And now, here are your hosts Matt Crane and Derek Biglane Good afternoon, Matt Good afternoon, Derek uh, it is a Thursday afternoon. We are taping this before another uh, hometown headliners tonight. It's going to be a beautiful night for that if you haven't gone to one yet. We're going to kind of look at that in uh, the shout-out section. Matt, anything been going on for you this week? Well, something else going on tonight, Derek. Crew of Fernando meeting. Derek, I think right at 110 guys are now members of the Crew of Fernando. So exciting to actually welcome in, uh, welcoming in tonight the gentleman who runs or oversees the pursuit of or the expansion of the YMCA. We've talked about it on the show a couple times. The YMCA of the Mid-South, uh, based out of Memphis, is looking. Their next location that they have targeted is Hernando, Mississippi. And so they're going to come in tonight and uh, uh, give a bit of information, get some, uh, you know, give some topics and that type of stuff to the guys that are there, not just mainly to uh, educate uh, those gentlemen on uh, their plans or their hopes over the next two to five years, a YMCA being available here in the city of Fernando. So something neat uh, going on tonight. So we'll uh, give us some updates maybe of that on our Tuesday show, how that goes, and maybe some different things uh, to our listeners about the YMCA. I know they do have something, a project that probably be, will be announced in the next 30 days, a project about um, young children. Mm -hmm. I'll just say that. I know uh, young children, maybe uh, six months to six years old type stuff. Uh, you can maybe figure out some different things. Uh, daycare style yeah, stuff. Yeah, say possible daycare. Possible right. daycare that's type right. stuff that the YMCA may be doing. I'm not going to, that's not my story to tell yet, but um, you know, it should be coming up pretty soon. No different than anybody else, Derek. Just working hard. And, uh, you know, I will say this. Shout out to Hannah Grace. Hannah Grace is in Atlanta for her first thing, her first event that she has to do for oh, okay. as Miss Hospitality in the state of Mississippi. She will be emceeing a Mississippi Chef Jam is what it's called, Mississippi Chef Jam. They will be competing for an opportunity to compete against other state chefs, not Mississippi State. So, so she hosts the Mississippi one where they compete against each other. Right. And then they move on to compete against other states. Uh, for the uh, Atlanta but wine. But they're competing in Georgia for the Mississippi Chef. Correct. However, it's for the Atlanta Beer and Wine Festival. Oh, okay. That's what it's for. It's in Atlanta, Georgia for the Atlanta Beer and Wine Festival. So shout out to her, Mississippi Miss Hospitality 2022-23. Hannah Grace Crane, we love you, and we're definitely pulling for you here at the UTW Podcast. Someone else that I know is definitely pulling for uh, for Hannah Grace and for all the young people in this area. Yeah. Our 2022 presenting sponsor, Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 66 years of combined real estate experience. They are the number one team for well over a decade in the DeSoto County area when it comes to residential real estate. They have thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying or selling side of residential real estate. They were recently voted DeSoto's best for the fifth time. There has been some changes here lately when it comes to, uh, you're going to give us some numbers, Derek, here shortly. Give us some different talk about inflation, different talk about different uh, interest rates and that type of stuff. So that definitely has changed over the last 90 days. And when those different things are happening to the real estate market, you need to know and work with someone who has experience when it comes to closings, when it comes to interest rates, when it comes to banking. And when you've had thousands of closings since 2009, you definitely have that experience. Give Brian or Terry a call at 662 
449-1700. Call Brian's cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can also do a full home search at teamcouch.com. Simply put in number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, school zones you want to be in, and let the website do all the work for you in your efforts to find house of your dreams in DeSoto County. Give Team Couch a call, 662-449-1700. And remember, every home needs a couch. UTW Podcast recorded each and every week at the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios. Mobile Cars and Vans located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce right here in Hernando. Cars, trucks, cargo vans, passenger vans. If you're traveling for Thanksgiving, Christmas, any type of family trip coming up in the near future, think local, spend local. We'd love an opportunity to serve you and your family, you and your church when it comes to travel this fall and winter. Call us at 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. Insurance claims, cars going into transmission repair, Cars going in for any type of event, a day, a week, or a month. We'd love to serve you. Mobile cars and vans, 662-469-4555. Derek, I teased it a second ago. You're going to give us some inflation numbers and visit a little bit about that. Uh, something we need to be talking about. We've talked about it in the last uh, 60, 90 days. We've given updates when it comes to interest rates and inflation. Uh, that continues to seem to go up. But before we do that, we're going to give a little bit of an update, a little bit of a shout out to someone special to us, uh, a gentleman that you and I both knew uh, and we definitely know his family, and we know the good people that were around him and his family. And those, uh, Derek, tell us what I'm talking about. Were you aware uh, that DeSoto County had a law library? I was aware. Most people weren't, but yes. Yeah, so the DeSoto County has a law library located in the first regional library at the, at the main headquarters in Hernando. Uh, it has been there since 2011. Uh, it was moved there from Panola Street, if, if you know, the little White House of Panola Street just south of the courtyard. That's where it used to be. It was moved to the, uh, to the library. Uh, in 2011, and it was overseen by uh, attorney Bill Ballard at the time. Uh, Mr. Ballard, of course, was a wonderful man, wonderful attorney uh, for over 40 years uh, in DeSoto County. Uh, he was also a, a, the county prosecutor uh, at, at one point. And so uh, just a, a wonderful, wonderful man, wonderful family, as you said. His family's been here for decades. Uh, we actually talked about uh, his house uh, as a former tea, tea room uh, right there on um, – Elm Street, and so just a, a, a wonderful man. And so this this past week, uh, you know, he passed away a couple of years ago. And this past week, they dedicated uh, the law library um, in the first regional library, which used to be in one section where the kids section is now, the teenage section that they just dedicated. They moved it uh, over to where the children's, uh, I guess, uh, director used to be. But it's still there. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, they dedicated that to his, his honor. It's now called the Bill Ballard Law Library uh, here in DeSoto County. Tell us what the law library does. So the law library, uh, and this is for uh, you know everybody that does not know about it, this, it's, it serves two purposes. The, the first purpose is, is if you uh, are in jail, uh, if you are trying to defend yourself, if you want to maybe try to educate yourself on a, a case that you may be approaching, you can go there and it has all the resources. It has you know, multiple chapters of all books, uh, has the online resources to guide you to where to find things. And that's why the law librarian is there. Uh, they help you to be able to find that. And of course, it has to be a, a practicing or excuse me, it has to be a licensed attorney, which Mr. Ballard was. And so they, they kind of direct you, hey, what's what's your case about? Uh, you know, these are probably, you know, some, um, you know, former cases that you can kind of use to, to maybe help you, precedents that are set. And 
so that's what it's for. That's that's the first purpose. The other purpose is if you are a let's say like you're a a single office law lawyer, like it's just yourself. You're starting out. You have a young practice or a new practice. Then you can go there and use that as your resources. You can use those for your books. You can go there if you're not you know not sure quite where to go to be, you know to be helped or whatever. And then the uh, law librarian there can also help guide you in you know in your education as you grow your practice to be able to know what websites to go to, what books to use because they, they teach you a lot in law school, but they don't necessarily teach you okay go here go here to find these things they just go more of a case law this is helping you find the case law that's relative to the case that you may be working on so again you know for people that want to represent themselves all the way to people who are having their own law practice this is free to the public to be able to use this law library and so i you know it's, it's been there and he used to work uh matt he was there four hours a day he was a part-time and that's kind of what the position is usually it's a part-time position four hours a day to come in at any time that they're there, I mean, it's open when the library's open, of course, but they'll have the, somebody on staff for four hours uh, approximately a day and just a great, great resource that our county has. And uh, this was, he was a great man who brought it there, who oversaw it uh, for about seven or eight years and um, just a, a – uh, a wonderful asset. I thought there's no better tribute. Those great speakers. There was uh, the current uh, librarian. She, you know, she spoke on behalf of what it means. She did not know him personally because she wasn't hired about a year or two ago. Uh, it had then it had a uh, Bill Brown who told a lot of good stories about him. And uh, you know he was an editor for John Grisham's first book. Mm-hmm. He was the uh, editor uh, for Time to Kill. And so you know gave a great story about that. And just you know a Rolling Stone magazine article uh, I believe uh, was discussed uh, by Rob Long. Very very soft spoken. Very mild mannered but a wonderful, wonderful man, and so could not be a greater tribute. So now, if you do go to the library, uh, it'll you know in the James Anderson, the Jim Anderson Library, which of course is somebody that was dedicated about a year or so ago, it will now be the Bill Ballard Law Library inside of the Jim Anderson uh, First Regional Library. So just a great thing, and uh, could not be happier for the, for the family. And we wanted to start the UTW podcast by saying that. Go listen to our show on Tuesday. We discussed tons of alderman information, tons of budget stuff, that type of stuff, but um, you know this show is a little bit bit uh, slower today and so we definitely wanted to get things started by saying what a wonderful gentleman and nice uh, gentleman he was i didn't know him extremely well i definitely knew him from ball fields and stuff like that him coming out and watching the kids play seemed like a great dad and a great grandfather which is definitely i mean that just uh, that just speaks volumes when your grandkids and your kids want to be around you yeah, I, mean, I, I coached. Of course, he was he was fortunate enough to live behind his grandchildren, right. uh, kind of where the houses were situated. Uh, I coached his grandchild, uh, one of his grandchildren, in uh, baseball. Uh, him and his wife were always at the baseball field. Uh, she passed away, I think, in 2015. She was a, uh, a a board member on the library, and in fact, I took her position uh, on the library board. Of course, you have somebody from each county. There's five counties in, in the uh, first regional library. And so she was the DeSoto County representative. And then after her passing, uh, I was nominated to take her spot. So it's just a, a wonderful, wonderful family. Uh, and so just, again, as you said, really lucky to know them. For those of y'all that want to know, the new law librarian is Brittany Bain. Uh, Brittany Bain, she actually spoke too, and she's brand new, but uh, she spoke. And so if you need to use the law library for any purpose, uh, please contact. You can give a call to Brittany Bain uh, if you think that you want to set up an appointment or something like that. Great information there, uh, Derek. I mean, the, the law library could not be named after a better person, a more deserving person than Mr. Bill. Well, Derek, let's turn our attention. As we said, not a lot going on inside the city or the county from a, a news standpoint. So let's talk a little bit about national stuff, Derek. You are a banker. You're uh, kind of, the, you know, like to talk about financial things, look at those type things, pay attention to different markets and stuff like that. But you said this afternoon that you'd like to visit with us a little bit, educate us about the latest inflation numbers. We seem to talk about it every month. What you got? Well, man, I want, there's a little confusion going on because some people said, well, inflation's up. 
you know, month over month. And some people said it's down month over month. And I kind of wanted to clear that up by talking about the numbers and then kind of discussing what that's going to mean for us over the next weeks and months. So the consumer price index for all items did increase by 0.1% with cost increases in food, medical care, shelter, you know, being probably the, the largest contributors to that. So the, you know, U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Is this year, year over year? That's, it's, that's it's, the key, right? That, this is the key. Okay. So that is, that is from July to August. So the Bureau of Labor Statistics released the latest consumer price index early, this was on Tuesday, showing that the CPI for items rose 0.1% in August after being unchanged in July. So that's month to month. Over the last 12 months, the all items index increased 8.3%. Which is the number most people have heard. Right. That's the number, yeah. So before seasonal adjustments. So the energy index actually fell month to month. So, like, we all know gas prices yes. are down. So it, it fell 5%, but because of clothing and other things, it was offset by, I guess, a 5.1% increase in those things. And so we are 0.1% higher month over month. Now, as for inflation, okay, again, remember, that is month to month. Year to year, so of the rolling 12 months, it was 8.3% higher Correct. than the month of August ending last year. Yep. That is a smaller figure than the 8.5% increase for the rolling 12 months ending in July. So if somebody tells you inflation is down, it is down in a rolling 12-month cycle. In the last 30 days. Right. Yes. It, it, yes, but it is up month to month. So Again, statistics, you can use them to show you anything you want to show. That is kind of, I hope that it clears it up for everybody. It is higher a little bit than July, but yes, year over year, it is down 0.2% from a rolling 12 month July to a rolling 12 month August. And now, what does this mean? Well, what you're going to see is, is because of that, I think pretty much everyone knows that even if you don't have money in the stock market, stock market took a beating on Tuesday uh, when it came out. And then, but that, but that's a kind of a short-term thing. What the, the longer-term thing is, is that when the Fed meets this month, uh, they will raise interest rates at least three quarters of a point. And some people are now predicting a 20% chance for a full percent increase because it's just not dropping below the 8%. You know, they thought by now it would easily be in the sevens, maybe even the sixes. We're still in the eights. And so they, it could be a 4%, definitely going to be a, a three-quarters of a percent. So the uh, overnight Fed funds rate will rise that, which means prime, which most of y'all are familiar with, or hopefully you are, will increase from five and a half, where it is currently, to at least six and a quarter. Maybe six and a half. That's going to affect your home equity lines. All of your home equity lines are tied to Prime, are based on Prime. Your credit cards are based on Prime. Anything like that will be going up at least that three quarters of a percent uh, in the next couple of weeks. Once they do that, there is, you know, uh, barring some type of, you know, natural catastrophe, that's going to happen. So your borrowing cost about to go up again. And they're going to meet again in October and then again in December. They're still factoring in maybe half points then. So, you know, they, they it's be, originally said that Prime would be somewhere around six to six and a half at the end of the year. Well, that's now a foregone conclusion. We're probably looking at seven to seven and a half by the end of the year if this thing does, uh, you know, calm down or, or come down like they want it to. So, Matt, all I can say is is that if you have debt, I, you know, it's never good to have debt, obviously, but uh, if you're trying to, you know, kind of make a decision, should I buy this? Should I pay this down? I'm going to say pay it down because you, you we don't know the uncertainty right now. That's what affected the market is uncertainty. So it's going to be interesting to see. Another thing that happened this week, not directly tied to prime, but but affected by the inflation number was the 30-year mortgage went over 6% for the first time this week since 2000, I believe, in eight. So since the uh, housing crisis, it's the first time that rates, 30-year rates have been over 6% 
in 14 years. So again, that is not tied to prime. That is based off a 10-year bond, but it was affected by the inflation news. Derek, two things. Uh, I like to focus on USDA prime. <laughs> as, a, uh, as a heavier guy, as a uh, you know, juicier You fella. want that prime to go up. You want that prime That's percentage. That's fine. I yeah. like USDA okay. prime. I like to focus on that. Second is we're not a political show. That's not necessarily what we do here at the podcast. But it's amazing to me the numbers you just said. I mean, everything you hear. The first time since 2008 that the 30-year uh, rate increases over six. Inflation year over year. My gosh, it's just and like didn't, didn't I, our, our sponsor Brian Couch? He sent us a, a, right. a, a statistics. Have, okay, yes, that's right. He did send us a stat earlier this week saying for the first time in a long time, mm-hmm. or I think maybe over well over a year. Yep. For the first time in well over a year, the sale price of a home in DeSoto County was less than the listing price. That's correct, and that is correct. That is a big, big deal. So um, there's homes in our neighborhood that are that are kind of staying uh, longer on the market than than they used to. It was 18 months, February 2021. Right. So things have changed. So how do you sit there from a national standpoint, Derek, and look and say, "Woo, things are going great." That's that's what I struggle with. People can pinpoint or kind of piece together maybe which way we lean or, or conservative republican whatever but man how do you not sit there and say i mean you know i, I would just prefer them come out and say we got to figure this out like what's what's going on i mean it's about to be winter time we don't deal with it up here here much in the memphis area but man they're about to get destroyed up in boston new york well yeah i mean chicago so all right now killed. oil is coming down but you know if the if the ongoing ukraine russian conflict continues to happen you know what's going to happen with natural gas prices you know natural gas is what heats your home in the winter time how high are those prices going to be if the war continues uh, if the shortages you know if if we can't tap it uh depending on where that's being sent right now they're still trying to avoid right now a train shutdown yeah uh, i did see something about that yeah they're trying to uh you know there may be a, a potential negotiation going on today if not they're going on strike tomorrow that's for all long term trip like any any amtrak trip canceled uh, anything shipping grain from the midwest to the coast canceled so i mean these are huge commodity prices that can see huge fluctuation well, the prices have already seen fluctuation they're already factoring some of that in it will get worse if they actually go on strike and we'll find that out tomorrow so that even bottles up the supply chain and causes you know even higher prices is this did the transportation secretary did he go back did he take another paternity leave did he take another I don't know. I'm not sure. This, I is, straight, I mean, this is straight from the conductors. Straight okay. from the conductors. Okay. Just the, the conductors the, union, that sort of thing. We're what driving to other trains. All right. I mean, there's let's be let's stop with the doom and gloom. Pretty cool job being a, a train conductor, right? I mean, if you're the guy that drives if, if you still have to wear the overalls and the hats, yes, yeah, absolutely. I, I would still rock the overalls yes. and the hat. Oh, yes. No matter what. No. That's what I'm rocking. Yeah. If I was on a train every day doing something like that, I don't care. I'm dressing the part. I mean, because the, the the people when you step off Everybody, you know, all the white-collar people going to work or whatever, stuff, they're, they're going to look at you ridiculously. But every kid under the age of 10 are going to think you're basically uh, some type of hero. Yeah. And that is fantastic. Oh, I love it. Train conducting. I mean, I, other than the train in Hernando, which, again, we talk about all the time. <laughs> that, so, guy, that guy that would be strung hated. up and hung. That he would be hated. hung immediately. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that guy's hated. He's not somebody that uh, definitely – Man, um, I'm sorry. The, the show's kind of a bit goofy right now because the numbers are are what they are, and it's just amazing to me how kind of out of Washington they just they just act like nothing. Both going parties. On. I mean, this is this Both, is this is. Well, a, here's the thing: the Democrats the Democrats are are not saying much about it, and the Republicans, sadly, are saying less. Which that's right. They need to be on the offensive. 
Well, I mean, they need to be on the offensive. Well, I mean, it's one, the one economy the, stupid. Yeah, right. Isn't that what James Carville said? That's it. That's the it. economy stupid. Nineteen ninety-two. I, I mean, Bill Clinton. That's Carville. it. James Carville. It's the economy stupid. I mean, this is the whole thing. If you're running against, if you're a Republican running right now, and you're not talking about the economy and talking about inflation numbers and talking about the border and talking about all those, all those things, look, it's right there. And I'm not saying, but I think uh, you know those things are one, two, three, or four on your list across the entire country. Either, either if, party. You're, if you're a Democrat or Republican, if you say, either hey, party. look, economy's in shambles. That's it. This is how I'm going to work to fix it. it. Either way, and, you, and you've got a good message, you probably have a pretty good shot at running right, right. now. Well, that's what people want to hear. Yeah. Inflation numbers. We thought we'd give a little bit of uh, information. Uh, I'm going to come back on our next on next week's show. On Tuesday's show, I got a, uh, I saw a huge list of things that are more expensive than they used to be type stuff. Yeah. And it was really, really neat. I meant to do it on this show but didn't have it. So I'm going to bring that in. We'll talk about it on Tuesday. But just a lot of stuff going on. Before we turn our attention to our first two advertisers, Derek, did you see a 25-year-old young lady in New Hampshire won her primary? Did you see that? I did not see that. 25 years old. I mean, just a, I guess I guess for those type of seats, it's all, it's twenty one is the minimum. So that, that's that's very young. She's very impressive from a standpoint of she knows what she's talking about. She knows what she believes. It was very. Uh, I I watched a video or an interview with her um, from last night or from Wednesday night after she'd won. Republican or Democrat, I love passion for something, and she's very passionate about what she does. And to see a twenty five year old young lady as someone who is the dad of an eighteen year old young lady, and we talk all the time about her future, what that looks like, what do you want to do. Those type things. I was very impressed by the 25 year old young lady. She actually served uh, in the Trump administration, I think, on the press side. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's been there and she's taken some of those heat, taking some of those questions. Very impressive. It was really, really neat uh, again. But uh, inflation numbers, um, wow, that's what's going on with the UTW podcast. We just, <laughs> that's how little we have to talk about in the city. Wonderful stuff going in Hernando. Uh, is we we talk about national. Well, we'll give numbers. updates next week. The Alderman meetings next week. They had the Planning Commission meeting this week, and that'll all be carried to the Alderman meeting next week. You know, and so we'll go over it, we'll cover it, and then have the review for it on uh, Friday. Absolutely, looking forward to that next Tuesday. Two shows again next Tuesday. Really, really looking forward to that Alderman meeting next week, and uh, just a wonderful city we live in, and awesome stuff that we have going on in the city of Fernando. Uh, Derek, I definitely can't wait for the uh, for the painting of the water tank. Paul Prince. Yeah, painting of the water tank. We talked about it. I've had. No less, I think about four people ask me, what's it supposed to be? What's it going to look like? All that kind of stuff. So a lot of people are excited um, about what's coming on when it comes to Hernando and the home of the Tigers on the water tower. Most, A lot of people I've talked to are excited about that upcoming project. And if you have an upcoming project around your home or office and are looking for some help, Look no further than Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, fall cleanups, fence repair, gate repair, grading of your property, anywhere around your home or office, Richard is the kind of guy that you want to come out, give you a price. If he can't do the project, he'll help you find someone who can. Call him at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. You can also find more information on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services or visit his website at WilliamsLawnMaintenance.com. Again, that's WilliamsLawnMaintenance.com. Thank you, Richard, and your team from Williams Services for being a longtime UTW podcast sponsor. 
Derek, before you read our next ad, simple shout out to the Soto Family Dental Care. Uh, they took care of Heather this morning, took care of everything that she needed. I think she had to have a little bit of dental work, but they were just so nice and easy to deal with, easy to work with. And we're definitely uh, want to, uh, you know, give them a quick shout out when it comes to the, from the Crane family. Well, Matt, uh, my daughter will be going Tuesday, so I will let you know how that <laughs> goes well, they are during the ad uh, next they, week. They are the official uh, dentist of the UT Dental yes, Podcast. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And the Soto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Look, uh, something else. uh, If you're interested in getting your Coins for Kids yard sign, remember we've talked about it a million times. Some people would call it Penny for the Parks. It is here. It's going to be voted on in November. Need to get to 60%. That's right. 60% or more more election. That's what the state requires for something like this. Coins for Kids. If you want a yard sign, go to the Hernando Golf and Racquet Club. I guess during working hours, business hours, Mm -hmm. simply ask for your Coins for Kids yard sign, and they will give that to you if you are interested in putting that out and show your support for the kids in Hernando. Well, Derek, let's give our shout-outs. Let's start off, as we mentioned earlier in the show, the hometown headliners happening tonight. So by the time you listen to this show, it would have happened. But after tonight, two more opportunities, two more Thursdays during the month of September. If you don't know what hometown headliners is, it's a night of live music on the historic Hernando Square, 7 to 9, put on by the Hernando Chamber of Commerce. Last night was Casey John, so obviously by the time you, you listen to this, uh, you, you would have missed that. On September 22nd will be Southbound Band, and on September 29th, Hometown Headliners will finish up with the Rustin Haven Band. Get out, enjoy the wonderful opportunity there with the Hometown Headliners put on by the Hernando Chamber of Commerce. Derek, next up will be the Soto Arts Council next Thursday. You talked about it, Three Blind Wines. Give us a quick rundown again when that is and uh, what people can bring. Our Three Blind Wines will be taking place next Thursday during the uh, also the same time uh, as the Hometown Headliners, but you can still make both. You and a partner uh whatever you know it's a team of two come and you pay forty dollars to enter uh it'll be and then you bring three bottles of the same wine there are six wine uh stores that are participating in this if you find the flower go to the desoto arts council website or see any of the flowers around town with the mice on it uh they'll tell you the, the wine uh stores that you can go to they know that they're doing this you tell them it's for this they keep the wine there they'll wrap it up and they will ship it the day before the event to the Arts Council, have it ready. All of them will be covered in the same type of fabric, so you're not going to be able to see. They'll be arranged around the room uh, in the Arts Council right there on Highway 51, and then you will be able to sample each wine in there. You'll receive a token at the door. You'll sample the wines. Uh, once you've you sampled them all, maybe you need to go back to you know, a couple of them to make sure which one you like better. You will vote with your token, with your coin, uh, into the box or the cup that's in front of that wine. The one that has the most coins wins, and that person will win one bottle of everybody's wine. So, th- so of the three wines you bring, two will be used for testing. One will be used to put into the uh, the kitty uh, the box, and then somebody is going home with one bottle of every other team's wine. So it is a, a great uh, fundraiser for the Arts Council, but also it could be a great way to stack your wine cellar or wine cooler 
or wine pantry, whatever you happen to have in your house. So again, it's a great event, a unique event, and hopefully uh, getting the word out there that everybody will want to try this out next Thursday night. You can still be done by 8 or 8.15 um, and then uh, go to the square and, and enjoy the last hour of music or so. Come back to see who wins. So you can still fit both of them in if that's something you want to do. But uh, again, a great fundraiser. Hope to see you there. The Soto Arts Council next Thursday night. Wonderful little small building right there on 51, right off the square. Uh, they are a huge part of our shout-outs. Seem to be every single week. So good luck to them for the Three Blind Wines next Thursday. Derek, the following Saturday, Water Tower Fest, one of the largest Saturday events for the city of Fernando. Tell us about that. The Hernando Water Tower Festival takes place next Saturday. September 24th. Again, next Saturday, September 24th, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Again, they're going to have a barbecue contest. They're going to have arts and craft vendors. There's going to be a kid zone. There's going to be a cornhole tournament. Just all kind of wonderful things. Let's hope that they have the same weather next Saturday as they do. You know, they're going to have this Saturday. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful Saturday. Maybe a little warm, but it's going to be a beautiful Saturday. From 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., we'll have all those events going on. And then from 7 to 9 p.m. that night, live music on the courthouse lawn. You know, very similar to what they have you know, every Thursday night this month. You're also going to be able to have it also next Saturday uh, on September 24th. So just a wonderful day uh, starting at 9 a.m. all the way to 9 p.m. of music, events, good food with the barbecue contest. Of course, they also have food trucks and that sort of thing. So please come out and support the Hernando Water Tower Festival. Uh, this is put on by the Hernando Chamber of Commerce. And uh, one of the main sponsors, of course, is our former studio sponsor, How to Barbecue Right, Malcolm Shop, so you know the barbecue is going to be good. So anyway, please come out to the Hernando Square next Saturday. A little bit of a heat wave is going to be coming into the Mid-South, Derek, next week. But the high for next Saturday, 88 degrees. Yeah, so going up to 99, yeah, but back gonna, down to 88 ooh, for the for the Water Tower Festival. Be, those three things will happen through, uh, the, throughout the rest of September, a, a busy September in the city of Hernando. And Derek, let's turn go ahead and turn our attention, turn the calendar to October 1st, a wonderful annual event uh, that takes place here at Noah's 5K in the city of Fernando. Derek runs it just about every year. The crew of Fernando is heavily involved with the uh, water handout. So, That's right. Um, we, we've been asked to do it again this year. Yeah, so we're going to be doing that again this year. And, Derek, here's the secret. You want to you want to sign up for the, uh, the, the first water thing because nobody gets any water. Because <laughs> That's right, the first mile. The first, the first mile. mile Go water. with the first miler. There's nobody that wants any water. By the third mile, those guys, are, they, those guys stay pretty busy. The annual Noah's Gift 5K will be coming up on October 1st. A little bit of information, Derek. All right, so it starts at 8 a.m. Okay. Uh, you can go to the, the NOAA's 5K website. Just type in Noah, you know, Google NOAA 5K. It'll pull you to the website. You can go ahead and sign up to there. It will start at 8 a.m., uh, and then they'll leave right there from the Maddox Foundation. This, of course, is put on uh, by the Maddox Foundation. Uh, it's Robin's son who un- unfortunately passed away when he was a teenager. Uh, and th- what the proceeds go to are all the things that he loved. Uh, he loved, you know, outdoors, hiking, uh, you know, rock climbing, these sort of things. And so she's trying to – it goes to underprivileged kids, kids who may not be able to be taking trips that would have outdoor events. This goes to sponsor maybe one or two children, kind of like a very mini version of Make-A-Wish, something like that, where they send children who may not could participate in some type of youth camp or something in the summertime or go to a, a wonderful trip doing one of these outdoor things uh, because he loved being outdoors. And they sponsor a, a you know somebody who may not could afford to do that to go on one of those trips. Just a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing that they do. Noah Costa was Noah his Costa, name. that's correct. Yeah, just like the sunglasses, Noah right. Costa. Yeah, I can just picture uh, the the logo there with him, and 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 I think he was going on a skydiving trip or something like that. Was yeah, you're right, Matt. It was the uh, skydiving picture. Right. Like he's got like uh, his hair's kind of pulled back. Sure. He's got like the, the jacket or the looks like maybe the parachute coming up right. on his shoulders. Just like a really a, a fun loving guy. Yeah, love to be outside. Love to be doing things that were kind of pushing adrenaline. So uh, 
Noah's Gift 5K, October 1st. We're definitely going to give a couple more shout outs. If you're interested, do what Derek just said. Just Google Noah's Gift 5K and you'll definitely be able to find the registration. And we look forward to that coming up. Our last thing, Derek, another race, the Water Tower 10K will be the following Saturday. So uh, if you'd like to get out and run in the city of Fernando, the next couple of weeks are going to be good for you. Tell us about that. Uh, this is the Water Tower 10K. Now, this is a uh, probably you know, one of the larger events uh, in the county. I'm going to be honest, one of the, the only 10Ks that the actually the countywide holds. We have a lot of 5Ks, not a lot of 10Ks, but this is a wonderful one. This is the Excel by 5. Proceeds from this go to the Excel by 5, the Dolly Parton Foundation that buys books uh, for uh, everybody, you know, five and under, uh, that you know that applies for them. And so just a wonderful, wonderful organization. This will take place, again, Saturday, October 8th. Also will be running at 8 a.m. Uh, from the Hernando Square. It's a, a tough, I'm not going to lie to you, it's a tough uh, 6.2 mile route uh, in and around the city. A lot of hills. Um, it, it is a, you know, again, it's a 10K, so it, it's going to be pushing some limits for some people. But it's a wonderful event. You can walk it, you can run it. But the best thing is, is the after party, Matt. The after party is fantastic. They do a great job with the food with your refreshments you will have beer you will have wine uh and, and if you're lucky enough to be able to place in your age group or overall wonderful pottery uh that's made by hernando potters uh you'll get plates or plaques made out of hernando pottery uh for your reward you know if, if you're able to do that so again just a, a wonderful event and uh sign up for that that's on races on uh excuse me runs sign up run sign up is where you go run sign up.com type in you know there's a search bar type in water tower 10k it'll take you there a really cool yellow shirt this year uh, gia sent it out to us and we're able to look at it just a really cool kind of a hernando gold shirt uh, with the logo on there and of course every finisher will get the hernando the, a gold uh medal with a wonderful uh gold and silver uh you know metal i guess a gold uh, ribbon with a gold and silver medal right there at the, at the bottom of it so please sign up for that it's a wonderful cause wonderful race and hopefully by october 8th it will be true fall finally settling in oh it'll be here it's gonna be great again very busy rest of september we've turned the attention over to october back-to-back weekends of races if you have a non-profit organization that is doing something in october doing something in november let us know email us at under the water tower info at gmail.com that's under the water tower info at gmail.com best thing to do is just send the flyer go ahead and send the flyer are you a hard-working and motivated individual looking for a full-time or part-time career in commercial insurance holland insurance wants you on their team Holland Insurance was founded in 1981 and has been staffed with local industry experts who are eager to make a difference in every life they touch. Working with some of the largest companies in the world, Blue Cross Blue Shield, United, Humana, Cigna, Nationwide, Haggerty, Kemper, Liberty Mutual, those companies have chosen Holland Insurance to represent them in DeSoto County. Home, property, life, casualty, health, Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland and their staff at Holland Insurance are ready to serve you. Give them your budget, give them your needs, give them a couple of days, and they're going to pair you with the best company for you. Call them at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. Located in South Haven, but ready to serve anyone in DeSoto County. Holland Insurance wants you on their team, and they want you as a customer. Call them at 662-895-5528. Thank you, Holland Insurance. We've already said her name uh, this morning, Derek, Gia Matheny and the team with the Hernando Farmers Market each and every Saturday morning on the historic Hernando Square. They transform it to the Hernando Farmers Market. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the rich simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It's truly a fresh local experience. 
Now with over 50 exhibitors each and every Saturday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's 8 to 1 every Saturday morning through the month of October. And then they'll do a special farmer's market for the Dickens of a Christmas on the weekend of November 12th. Some of those vendors include Davis Meat Company, 6N Tubbs Bagels, Precision Sharp, Hernando Point Farm, Big Acres Farm, Miss Pat's Homemade Pound Cakes and Yeast Breads, Black Sheep Hot Sauce, anything you can think of. Go take a look at the Hernando Farmer's Market. Tons of vendors ready to serve you. Get out this Saturday and support the Hernando Farmer's Market. Again, thank you to Jim and her team that do such a wonderful, wonderful job with probably what I say is the best farmer's market in the Mid-South. Go visit this week in the Hernando Farmer's Market. Derek, we talked about on our Tuesday show, as we recap last week's football and preview this week's football, we only have one game, one game from a team that we cover. North Point Christian School will be taken off this week. Lewisburg Patriots will be taken off this week when it comes to football. However, Hernando Tigers will be playing right here under the big white water tower. But before we go there, Derek, tell us some other sports that have happened since our last show. Lady Trojans were still searching for their first district win, and we're hoping to get it at home versus Harding. Unfortunately for the Trojans, they played a better team and lost 5-1 to one to Harding. Hayden Moneymaker had the one goal in the game. The Lady Trojans' record is now 6-5, 0-4. Again, 6-5, 0-4 in district. And will next face Lausanne away tonight. So it will be Thursday night. Again, Lausanne away tonight. And we'll bring you those results on our Tuesday show. Next, Lewisburg Volleyball. Lewisburg played Fayette out of Oxford, and they won the match 3-1, to one, the scores being 25-17, 25-14, 23-25, and they closed it out in the fourth set, 25-17. Jada Bradley had 15 kills, two aces, and nine digs. Kendall Fenimore had 10 kills. Claire Smith had 23 assists, and Lillian Hodges led with 11 digs. Lewisburg is now back over 500 at 11 and 10 on the season, and will look to play DeSoto Central Thursday night. And it will be a tough district matchup, and will probably determine the one and two seeds in the district. Good luck tonight to the Lady Patriots, and again, we will cover this on our Tuesday show. Finally, Hernando volleyball. The Lady Tigers are looking to stay perfect in district and welcome South Panola to Hernando. Hernando would only need three sets to win the match taking those 25-20, 25-16, and 25-20. That win raises the Tigers' record to 8-3, 4-0 in district, and they will now travel to South Panola tonight, again Thursday night, for the return series and will look to sweep the Tigers and push for the one seed in the district in the playoffs. Great job, ladies. Two of the three teams that we cover win. Uh, hopefully we can get a, a, all of them winning tonight, be able to talk about that on our Tuesday show. And now finally, Matt, the only football game that we have playing for the teams we cover is Hernando, as you mentioned. Both North Point and Lewisburg have their bye weeks, so Hernando is coming off a heartbreaking road loss that they feel they should have won and are now 2-1, 0-0 in district. They look to take their frustrations out against a very good 3-0 Malvern, Arkansas team that will be coming to Tiger Field tonight. Malvern has averaged 47 points a game, giving up 48 points total so far for the year. They are led by number three quarterback Cedric Simmons, and his main target is number 24, Dylan Carradine, who had five receptions for 192 yards. Malvern also has a tremendous running game led by Simmons and number two, Jalen Dupree. Dupree has more than 150 yards in all three games, and last week the team had 355 yards rushing in a 48-28 win. The Tigers will need their defense to really step up and be able to control the ball and the clock to keep Malvern off the field. The Tigers have a good defense and have been tough in all three games, but their 28 points per game is concerning against this high-scoring offense. I think Malvern has a little too much. My prediction, Matt, 
Malvern 28, Tigers 21. I think it's going to be closer. Be able to keep them under their 47 a, a game scoring average, but still it's going to be enough. Matt, what are your thoughts on that game? Kind of agree with you, Derek. Probably got to pick Malvern uh, tonight. If I'm Hernando, I run the ball, hold on to the ball, eat the clock, play a slow game, and keep the offense off the field. That's what Malvern – that would drive them crazy. That's – you know, but I, I really feel like that offense, from what I could tell, did a little research myself, and uh, you're right. Those guys are pretty good. Uh, solid scores, solid offense, and, uh, you know, we'll be cheering our tails off uh, for the Hernando Tigers tonight, uh, definitely, but uh, really looking for that. Don't forget it's a blackout. 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 So, prediction for me, I'm going to go uh, Malvern. Hernando's got a good kicker, so I'm probably looking for a couple of field goals there. So, maybe two touchdowns and three and two field goals, so probably looking right at 20 points for Hernando. Okay. But Malvern's going to end up having in the 30s. Uh, 35-20, something like I think 35-20, yeah. something like that. It's the way that's probably going to go, 35-20. I hope I'm wrong, and Hernando goes 15-0, but uh, – you know, not tonight. I think Malvern's going to be too powerful. Blackout tonight. Come out and support these young people uh, as we enjoy uh, the wonderful scene that is Hernando football right here under the water tower. Matt, uh, so then it comes to an all-important question. We have a, a pretty good uh, yeah, mascot pretty good. battle tonight. A tiger versus a leopard. It's It sounds pretty good, but you have to go with the tiger. I mean, it's, always, it's, the, it's just a weight it's factor. A, it's I always know, a weight it, factor. Yes, the tiger is bigger, stronger. You know, I mean, it's, no, a leopard is a really cool uh, cat, though. Leopards are like that black leopard. Like, you're no. saying, like one of those black, yeah, black leopards. Leopard. That is a cool looking thing. No. They, have, they have one at the, the Memphis Zoo. Right. And it is, it's a, it's a pretty sweet looking yeah, cat. Yeah, not a panther. Not a, no, not a panther. It's it's a, it's, spotted, it's, leopard. It's a spotted leopard. It's just black, and you really got to look for the spots, but they're there. Yeah. And it is a um, wonderful cat. I think you're right. I think, you know, only thing is it's in a cage, so at some point, you know, it's kind of like the uh, those big offensive linemen, the tiger just kind of starts leaning That's on it, it and just yeah. takes over. But, you know, if, if you gave it in a wide open space, you know, if you're like in a field, I think the leopard maybe could, you know, Do okay. be a little more agile, maybe right. got, get on top, grab him by the neck or something, maybe have a shot. But in a cage <laughs> – I think the Tigers just going to kind of lean against him and and just you know unfortunately it's 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 curtains for the leopard podcast listeners. There are times I sit here and wonder how did we get here? <laughs> how did me and Derek get here at four o'clock on a Thursday afternoon? Beautiful skies outside, and we're sitting in the studio talking about a leopard jumping on a tiger. Uh, <laughs> thank you for going on this journey with us. We definitely appreciate it. We uh, we always uh, kid and have a good time here on the UTW podcast. But truly, if you enjoy our show, share it. Share it with friends and family. Send them the link. Spotify, Apple Podcast. Google Podcasts, give us a five-star review, and then send them a link. Say, hey, man, listen to these crazy guys talking all about Hernando. Please do that for us as we continue to grow. Also, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, Instagram, UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. If you enjoy our show, you'll enjoy OB Pod. Releases a show really early on Monday mornings covering the eastern side of DeSoto County. They talk about Center Hill, they talk about Lewisburg Athletics, and they talk about Olive Branch Athletics. OB Pod. Look them up today. Derek, enjoy your night off from North Point Christian Twitter. Hey, you know what? I'll see you at the Hernando football game. Actually, you will not. I'm heading to Natchez this weekend. Good for you. Yeah, I have not been to Natchez since Christmas. Awesome, my parents dude. have been up here Quite probably, bit, probably yeah. three or four times. Yeah. Good. So I have awesome. I have seen them. Good, good. But I have not been to my hometown, and it was between now and fall break. And uh, we chose this weekend because fall break. We may have we may do something else. May actually go to Nashville to watch the uh, the Vanderbilt game because we're playing at Vanderbilt. So uh, if it wasn't this weekend, there may not be another opportunity till before till Christmas time. So I want to go ahead and do it now. That so. sounds awesome. Hey, yeah. stay a little later on Sunday. Don't race back. Oh no, I will not pull my dad do and not try to it. leave us. Do not do it. No, seriously. So. <laughs> you Sunday school class? Did you cancel or are you? Gonna oh, yeah, of course. Oh, you canceled yes, it. Yes. Why can't you let somebody else? teach it wait i would have, i would have been a great guest teacher well you you, you may have you may have oh I just, my gosh it was Dude, just I one of those things it's like i, I can whip here. those people into shape 
in one week. Well, we're actually doing a, in the middle of a Bible study. You could have done, I guess, a one-week study because we're in the middle of a Bible study right now. Jesus saves. I mean, we, we would have been in there fixing folks <laughs> on the Sunday school class. The book of Jude. But, oh. Yeah, something. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very obscure wow. book, but very powerful. That's good song right by now. the Beatles, though. Hey, you. Oh, good song. Absolutely wonderful song. Really good song. Also, <laughs> also, also uh, Wilson Pickett did a great version of it, too. Okay. Yep. Well, there I prefer go. Wilson Phillips. Just saying. <laughs> they did not do a version of it. They <laughs> I mean, did not do come a on, version. Come on, hold on. That's a good song. Yeah, hold on, that's a great song. That's a great song. Wilson Phillips was good. Wilson Phillips. <laughs> I do like some great This is going off the rails a little bit. Thanks again for listening to the UTW podcast. Derek, be safe on your trip to Natchez. Safe travels to anybody traveling to football games or anywhere uh, throughout the, uh, the area. Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower.